Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for our meditation this evening is twofold. First off, from our gradual, where it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. And also from our Old Testament lesson, the last verse, where it says, When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God. Thus far, our text. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today's text says, when you have eaten and when you are satisfied, then praise the Lord your God. Those words ring especially true today. Don't they? Have you thought about what's happening tomorrow? Maybe you can already smell the turkey roasting in the oven with crispy skin, juicy white meat, gravy made from the turkey drippings, mashed potatoes, Yams with marshmallows toasted perfectly on top. Mom's homemade rolls. Pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. All sorts of pies. Ah, makes your mouth water just thinking, doesn't it? And what will we do? We'll sit down with all this food in front of us and we'll eat to our heart's content and our stomach's discontent. We'll eat even though we can't fit any more food in our stomachs. We'll fill the plate three or four times, maybe more. Eat the pie with extra whipped cream. And then, then when we cannot eat anymore, then when we're laying on the floor, moaning and groaning, we'll look over to the cook and we'll say, that was a great Thanksgiving meal. Thank you for making it. You see, that's the way it works, isn't it? You don't say thank you for the fabulous meal before you've taken a bite. You wait until the meal is over when you've eaten and tasted all the food and then you say thank you to the one who has provided it, who has slaved away in the kitchen all morning, maybe all week. You eat, you are satisfied, and then you praise the chef. Our Old Testament lesson says it's the same way with God. He is constantly providing wonderful gifts to you and to me. 
He is daily providing us with all that we need to support our bodies and life. He gives us clothing, shoes, food, drink, house, home, wife, children, land, animals, and all that we have. We receive his gifts. And only then, when we realize how wonderful and amazing our God is, only then can we be truly thankful for what he does. At least we should be, right? The truth is, though, that sometimes we're not satisfied with the gifts God gives. Sometimes we want something more, something different, something newer, something fancier. Sometimes we feel like God's not the one providing the things for us. Sometimes we forget how God cares for us. We ignore his promises and we look to ourselves instead. And when we forget the gifts that God gives to us, we fail to give him thanks and praise. So I'd like to ask you today, how can we remain thankful for the gifts that God gives to us? Because it's not easy for our sinful natures to do. There is not one ounce of goodness within us. The sinful part of us does not want to believe that God is the one providing. The sinful nature in us does not want to believe that God cares for us. We like to think we do it. After all, the only reason we have a turkey is because I went to work this week. The only reason we have a home is because I pay the bills. We like to think that we are the supplier of all the good things in our lives. And when Thanksgiving comes around, oftentimes God gets lost. We think the feast is because of us. We think our possessions we have earned. We forget about God's care. Scripture teaches that all good things come from God. That means the Thanksgiving feast we'll eat tomorrow comes from God. That means the gravy comes from God. That means the family and friends who sit around the table come from God. The table itself, from trees that God grew. The house, the same way. The turkey could not survive if God did not provide food and land for it to grow in. God truly provides all that we need, whether we realize it or not. And yet we still fail to give God the credit that he deserves. 
The evil in our hearts wells up within us and we think only of ourselves. We don't give God thanks for our blessings except for the short, awkward prayer that we oftentimes make Grandpa say. We don't like to give thanks to God because we don't want to be under obligation to Him. We don't want to owe Him back. We are sinners. Sinners don't give thanks the way they ought to give thanks. Sinners deserve God's wrath and punishment. Well, happy Thanksgiving, right? Wrath, gloom, what do we have to be thankful for? Well, how about this? Even though we're sinful, even though we fail, even though we're not thankful as we ought to be so very often, God still loves us. God still sends a Savior for us. While we are yet still sinners, God shows love and compassion to us by sending His very own Son, God in human flesh, to die on an old rugged cross to forgive all of your sin and my sin. God sends Jesus to obey all of His laws, even the laws of giving thanks, and to do it in our place. Where we have all fallen short and failed, Jesus has succeeded. Jesus was beaten and bloodied as punishment for the sin we've committed. He was crucified and died to pay the price that we owe. And because of what Jesus has done, we have all the blessings of heaven bestowed upon us. We have life to the full, given freely to you and to me. We have hope that goes beyond anything this world could offer, even now as we still struggle in this sinful world. God gives us Jesus to forgive our unthankful hearts. We have life ahead because of Jesus. Perfect life. And Jesus teaches us about that life in our Old Testament lesson for today. 
In it, the Lord is reminding the people of Israel what they can expect when they come to the promised land, the land of Israel. The text says, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in the valleys and the hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where rocks are iron and you can dig copper from the hills, a land that has everything you need to survive. God promised that to the people of old. And God says, once you've experienced this great and glorious land and all that I have put in it to care for you, then you will thank God. Then you will praise the Lord. Then you will receive all. God gives his gifts freely, graciously, abundantly, mercifully. And in response, what can we do but give thanks? The same is true for you. No, God hasn't necessarily promised that one day you'll be able to live in the land of Israel. But instead, he's promised for you a land that is better. A land where there's no more weeping or gnashing of teeth. A land where the sun does not strike you nor any scorching heat. A land where there is peace, peace that this world cannot understand. God has promised you a land where you will dwell with him face to face. Where Jesus says he has prepared many mansions for you. And if he has gone to prepare them, he will surely bring you to them. That where he is, you can be also. God's promised you heaven. And now, here, you receive a foretaste of that land. You hear the word of God that points you to Jesus Christ. You sing it in the hymns and the liturgy. You remember your baptism with the sign of the cross and the invocation. You eat from the altar the very food of heaven, the body and blood of Jesus Christ. You eat it for full, abundant life. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And when you have eaten and are satisfied, then give thanks to God. Then praise the Lord. Soon we will all eat with our families. More than likely, we'll all be very satisfied. But the truth is, the satisfaction you feel tomorrow will not compare with the satisfaction that Jesus promises 
from His Word, from His sacraments, and from the eternal heavenly kingdom. The satisfaction that Christ gives surpasses all understanding. And so, now, just as we will praise the cooking of the Thanksgiving chef tomorrow, can we also praise our Lord and God, the architect of our faith, Jesus Christ, who truly provides all that we need and who has rescued us from sin, death, and the devil. Now we can truly sing the hymn. Now thank we all our God with hearts and hands and voices who wondrous things hath done in whom this world rejoices, who from our mother's arms all the way to the grave keeps us on our way with countless gifts of love and still even now is ours today. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. In the name of Jesus, amen.